Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia, and I'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host. Introduce yourself. I am Anthony Garcia. You can follow me. Just kidding. Oh my God. Okay, guys, I have never been sicker. Actually, have is there a time I've been sicker than I was yeah. last week? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, it's in my top five for sure. <laughs> that was awful. I had some sort of like flu slash strep slash like i don't know it felt like i had meningitis for a second which i know what that feels like because i've had it before but my neck and just my whole body awful awful sickness that lasted six fucking days which is miserable but somehow i was the only person in our entire family that got it which thank god deuce was out of school for half a day and was fine by like the time he went to bed so He's the only one that got a little bit sick, and I just want to thank you for taking such good care of me, because holy shit, that was crazy, and you like really held it down with the five kids as a single dad for six days. That's kind of my job, so thank you for congratulating me on doing my job, but no, I just want to say, start this off with, dude, my... So you think people shouldn't be praised for doing a good job at their job? If I was like, damn, babe, you posted a damn good photo today. So, like, today. every time... Well, that's not my job to post a photo. Your job is to It's to everything influence. behind that. Also, when you were at Cox, you literally, like, would nut for one of your, like, higher-ups to tell you that you were doing a good job. Never. And to get points and all that stuff, like, the good reviews and all that. Yeah, so whatever. Anyways, but you can be sarcastic, like, oh, it's my job, so thanks for congratulating well, I mean, me on doing my it job. Is, but no, 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 listen... Just and, say and thank want, you. I want to get to for this. The compliment. Last week, I have a new, not a newfound, I have a different appreciation for just like parent, being parents in general. One for single parents because, damn, you were stuck in the bed, literally like couldn't get out of bed for three, four days. So I was doing everything. And I was like, dude, I, I could not be a single parent. That's one. So shout out to all the single parents out there. Two, just parents in general, because it just so happened that last week there were a lot of things at the kids' school. Like uh, there was Dr. Seuss Day, so I was at the school reading books with them during their lunches. Brooklyn had her presentation. There was a lot of things that parents were invited to, and I was like, damn, I, I couldn't imagine how difficult this is for parents that work nine to fives or have, you know, careers outside of the home. And it, it brought me back to like my childhood. I never wanted my mom to go to anything because I was embarrassed by her because she would be upset with my friends and the girls that I saw, right? All these other things. But she still made an effort to go to as much, as much things as she could. <laughs> been, yeah. And so I'm like, now as a parent, I'm like, damn, I wish I could have, appreciated that more back then even though like i was embarrassed and everything was about church and well it's your mom's job to show up so but it's not apparently you don't need to thank her for it it's not it's though job. it's not there were so just many go up just by your standard of things no my, but I'm, what i mean by that is like my mom works for wells fargo that's her job right she's a parent no your job 
first and foremost before anything else is being a parent. First and Technically, foremost. Technically, but guess what? I can't, if, if you work for, we'll use my mom for example. If you work for Wells Fargo, you can't say, hey, um, I can't come into work this week. My kid's sick and I still need to pay my bills. So still, pay. it doesn't work like that. Yes, you can say you're a parent first, but being a parent doesn't pay your bills. That doesn't provide what you need for your kids. I'm just saying based for off my your job, logic, when I complimented you, it's apparently a job right. that doesn't need to be appreciated. I, That's I what I, I'm, I'm saying. Of course, your mom deserves to be appreciated for that. She went above and beyond. But then maybe you can take a compliment. Well, maybe if I have more compliments, it wouldn't be so awkward. Oh, my God. Anyways, but Every what I'm trying to I say. Every time I compliment you, you say that exact thing. It's like, it's, I'm like, bro, the reason that you say that so much is because I compliment because you Because so the last much. time you complimented me was the last time we had this conversation. <laughs> Yesterday? <laughs> Not true. But what I'm trying to say is, I think as parents, like, sometimes just showing up is enough. And because there was so many kids that were sitting by themselves at the Dr. Seuss picnic thing because for whatever reason, the parents couldn't go there. So as, as an adult now, looking back, I realize how tough that must have been for my mom to figure out a way to get away from work and come do whatever it was that I was doing at school. So shout out to the parents out there. I know we're hard on, on ourselves and I had a hard week. And I get to stay home. I can imagine other circumstances trying to be there for my kids. Mm-hmm. That's all I was trying to say. Word. But anyways. Well, speaking of parents. And what do you got on the docket? Parents. Um, there's so much going on in like the pop culture world. I almost had an aneurysm while like laying in bed last week. Just stuff keeps what, happening. Wait, can we? I'm so shook. But the first thing I want to talk about is something pertaining to what we just talked about. Okay. Okay. So, we last year had a guest on this podcast, Taylor Frankie Paul. Right. We got to hear her whole side of the story with her soft swinging debacle, and it took TikTok by storm. And something happened a few weeks ago, which I knew about it immediately because I'm not, like, friends with Taylor. We're, like, Instagram friends. Like, we follow each other, right? But we're not, like, friend friends. I don't have like her Beth, number. You well, have, I think I you might have, have number, inside <laughs> people in yes. that circle no, group that you're in contact with. That are close friends with her. Right. You have that inside are my sources. Yes. Okay. Thank so you. So we TMZ. were like immediately talking about it. Like, what the hell happened? And they're like, she got arrested. I'm like, she got arrested. What are you talking about? Um, she got arrested for domestic violence. And it's like, the more that gets added to the story, it's like, what the actual fuck is going on? Like, I'm so confused because it's so out of left field. And so then about a week later, then it's like starting to go more viral on TikTok and more people are finding out about it. Everyone's like in my Q&A's asking about it, DMing me, like the E! News post about it, all that kind of stuff. Daily Mail, page six, everyone's posting about it. And so for, for timeline purposes, how, how early would you say you found out as opposed to when you hit the of, news? But no, okay, you found out how soon after did I mean, it start the to hit the news I mean the next day I saw a TikTok about it but it wasn't like it wasn't until at least 2 weeks that like the media picked okay. up on it So two, you knew 2 weeks prior to the news putting it out there essentially So yeah so it was like apparently she got in a huge fight with her boyfriend and like beat him up and she threw a chair or a bar stool at him allegedly and it missed 
him and hit her daughter and the neighbors called the cops because they heard screaming and then even in front of the cops once the cops got there she was still beating the shit out of dakota like oh she was definitely intoxicated no she was in in all the okay okay court documents well i don't know I, I, you she texted had just me come from a party i think the day you found out you texted me in the morning you were like taylor paul was arrested Taylor Frankie Paul, and i didn't even respond because i was like what what does that have to do with me <laughs> Like, I didn't even respond. I just kept, kept it moving. To do with you. Anyway, so yeah, that is all true. And people were like, what are your thoughts on it? I just think it's so sad because I think she's been through so much. And I think this is definitely like rock. What? This is like rock bottom, like the worst thing that can happen. I think, okay, here's the other thing too is like, I know other inside information that gives us like other way more context and it like makes sense kind of what happened but I don't think I can share that stuff I do think no matter what it's like so so like obviously if the roles were reversed like immediate cancellation right if the roles were reversed you would not have started what's the what's the boyfriend's name Dakota you wouldn't have said man this is so sad for Dakota I think it's so sad for every person involved but mostly for the kids like that's why I was a little thrown off because you led with being sad for her no 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 no. i'm sad for her because of the swinging situation and like the whole and like the divorce People, adults adults make decisions divorce, you gotta lay in that bed but i think that i don't know i just think that whole situation still makes me sad because i feel like she lost everything and then like lost her kids 50 percent of the time all that kind of stuff but <laughs> then this happened why is that funny to you because when you get when you live that lifestyle it's it's not in our day and age, present day, it's we're a little bit more accepting of people that live like that, but it's still not like a normal thing. She right? said in multiple interviews though that she was she didn't w- even want to do but, that stuff, and her husband is the one pause, that wanted to do let me, it. Let me just explain. Okay, so l- people that live that life, it's a little bit more normal that we're realizing, but it's not really accepted yet. Okay, that's number one. And then on top of that, you tie in religion. I don't feel bad for none of those people because as you're, everyone's an adult. We, you and I choose not to go to a church or to go to, you know what I mean? I mean, I'd feel bad that she was doing it with multiple friends and then those friends are the ones that outed her and then ostracized her from her community and her friendship. She lost all of her friends. Like there's so much behind the scenes that like is the reason I feel bad for her. But when this news hit, I was like, oh shit, like this is, this has to be rock bottom for her because like how much you can't go deeper Babe, than I that hit, i hit rock hit bottom your kid and i shaved my beard off that's not rock bottom Anthony. that was our rock bottom. no that's not rock bottom that's not a true what? actual rock bottom. my man. wife had you just shaved told me, your beard my wife you're really comparing that to people's rock bottoms i'm talking about drug addicts and criminals and people that are like losing their children so, so people that not you having a bad day wait, and shaving wait, wait. your beard. So people that do drugs and are involved in things like that, their rock bottom is m- deeper than uh, someone who has literally given everything for his family. He's I left my career, everything I did. That that that's not comparable. No. My life was wrapped into you and these kids. You had just told me, "Hey, I want you to move out." Don't tell me that Taylor Frankie Paul because she wanted to go and suck some dicks rock bottom is different than mine. No way. That is not or is less than or more deeper than my rock bottom. I think it's worse. No, it is not. Yeah, you shaving your beard and her being in trouble with the law and having her kids taken away from her legally, it's worse. 
because those there, are the consequences the of exactly. her actions. Exactly, I'm talking about the repercussions. But you don't don't say that. Oh my gosh, Taylor's in a worse place. No, we. Yes, I she was, is. No. She's in legal right. trouble. I could have gone and beat the shit out of somebody if I wanted to, but I was like, no, I'm a I'm a because mature you adult. Didn't need, you didn't hit rock bottom like that. Oh, that's right. And I don't agree with you saying that because Taylor Frankie Paul made a decision to go and and no one for, did they hold her at gunpoint and say you need to sleep with Elder Johnson. No, they didn't. She, her and her husband. That's not rock bottom. No, no, no. I'm saying those are the, the actions that led to rock bottom for her, right? That's the, the. No, the actions that led to rock bottom for her was her getting so drunk and in a fight with her boyfriend, which apparently they fight a lot like this and hitting her daughter with a chair, injuring her daughter and then going to jail. That's what yes, led her to that, rock bottom. That is a rock bottom. Yes. I agree with you. Those are the, the actions that led to the consequence of now she's having to deal with the law and even if her boyfriend's not pressing charges apparently the da is picking up the charges and they're pressing charges. right but when i'm but okay I, I agree with you on all that but no one forced her to pick up that stool and throw it she did that who said that someone forced you, her to i said when i hit my rock bottom all i did was shave my beard and you said that's not the, it's the same no it's not all right all right, all right it's the same <laughs> Babe, her being in trouble with the law is not the same as you shaving your beard. No, no, no. I don't know how to get that. Rock your head. bottom is not being in trouble with the law. Rock bottom is the place where you feel hopeless. There's your back's against the wall. There's nothing you can do. That's rock bottom. Rock bottom has nothing to do with any charges, any and none of that. Yeah, it's she it's, hit rock bottom, right? Because she felt they, that the fight was so in, so intense. Or but so, your rock bottom would have been if we actually got divorced. No, that's yes, that's that that's you could have gone deep. What I'm saying is like that is not the deepest you can go. That's but that's the deepest that I went. That you went, yes, that's what right, I'm that saying. That's not comparable to her rock bottom. It's I'm not, not saying that our rock bottoms are the same. I'm just saying how I felt in that moment. Is probably how she feels in her current situation. You think she feels? I I was I was about to lose everything that I had given my life for. She, just like she's about to lose potentially everything. If I mean, if if she really, I mean, now let's be honest. If she really, whatever, I'm not. If she really cared about her kids, she wouldn't fucking throw on the stool. That's whatever. As somebody who grew up. And Say it with your chest. Don't stutter over okay, it. Okay, if and you mumble. want me to come on here and shit on her, I would do that. I, I have no, I, want, I have no relationship with this person. I don't That's want what you I'm to saying. shit on her. We're talking about pop culture, babe. Because what I'm saying is, I grew up in a household where my parents beat the shit out of each other. As a kid, I knew, okay, I'm not gonna do that. Present day, I haven't put hands on you, and I haven't put hands on you to the point to where I'm throwing shit at you and my kid gets hit. That's what I'm trying to say. So. Are we really going to be like, oh, poor her. She lost her kid or she might lose her kid. No, like don't fucking put your kids in situations that you could lose them. That's that's where I'm going to come from. Yeah, that's my. So I don't so I don't feel bad for her at all. Like you feel bad for her. I don't like I feel bad for her because I know things behind the scenes about this man. And okay, but she makes okay at the same time. But. At the same time, I once I found out that her kid was injured in this fight and it was her doing, my opinion changed because it's like you can never but, your kids come first always so and putting well, your kid in danger. Well, why did you start the segment with "I just feel so bad for her"? That you those were your words, not mine, babe. Wait, let's replay the tape because I'm pretty sure I said I feel bad for everyone involved. 
okay, we can replay the tape, but you said her. And then, and then once I kind of picked at it a bit, that's when it, it changed. But I I'm do, just, I do, I think I said I feel sad for her. Right. I feel, I feel super sad for her just like the same way I feel super sad for anyone that would put themselves and their kids in a position to get hurt in a violent way I feel sad for everyone involved I don't feel bad like oh poor Taylor like okay and I think free Taylor from jail she's not even in jail but that's what I'm trying to hit at is all right we're that this is not you're like this is so off topic of what I wanted to talk about I was just trying to give you backstory so I could tell you it happened like yesterday okay so okay we we feel sad for the kids we can can we agree on that but you feel sad for everyone i feel sad for the kid i feel bad for the kids i feel sad for everyone involved they fucked up like this with my knowledge of this situation i feel bad for the kids that's it thank you yeah next well yeah and i feel bad for her ex-husband but anyways um so there was like a protective order and she wasn't allowed to like contact him or see him or anything like that. But the boyfriend? Were, yeah. Okay. Because she beat him up. And apparently they were spotted at the gym together, like while the protective order was still in place. And then she was like posting pictures with her kids on Instagram, like trying to be like, oh, like I'm with my kids. But then her ex-husband's new girlfriend goes and comments on tiktok like yeah we have full custody right now we have to push for that unfortunately but we'd love for taylor to like be able to see the kids eventually i i fuck with that so but then it's like everyone was pissed that she was like inserting herself and like talking about her kids and we when it's like you're just the new girlfriend and then people were pissed that she's like posting pictures of her kids trying to like act like she's with her kids when she's not or maybe she was maybe she saw them but she's kind of giving no context so that way people can like put two and two together for themselves and then the other thing is then yesterday she posted a picture of her in dakota's hand obviously um holding hands in the mormon church and so then people were saying like i guess her taylor's mom commented like yeah, like the protective order is not even in place anymore. Don't believe everything you read or something like that. And then posted a picture of Dakota and Taylor together on her story. The mom did, which is like so crazy to me because I'm just trying to imagine if you and I split up because I was cheating on you, essentially, and we got 50-50 custody of the kids. And while the kids were at my house, I beat up my new boyfriend and went to jail I'm trying to imagine if my mom less than a week later would want, would post a picture of me and this new boyfriend. That's clearly extremely toxic. Taylor's mom posted. Oh, I thought Taylor posted the picture and the mom was just like commenting on. No, Taylor posted a picture of her and Dakota holding hands. And the mom posted a picture of them like together confirming it was his hand. Mm, Okay. So it's just like, I feel like the whole family is like toxic. All right. So here's now through this whole situation, obviously Taylor is the influencer she's got the following yeah right? and she's been silent on in- no no TikTok i'm saying since, since the since happened. the mom talk stuff to present day she's got the tiktok following but yeah her ex-husband does he do anything on social media no okay so this whole time this guy's been essentially silent on the situation right to mm-hmm. the to the public yeah whatever they tell their He's inner been friends like so amicable and like okay so that's what i'm saying key. so this whole time he's quiet she just keeps on going, 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 gets bigger, dates, starts dating this new guy. Dates a whole reality show, or dates, films a whole reality show with the new guy. Right, so all this, so now the yeah. new guy comes in, now they're just this 
social media couple. They're doing TV shows, whatever. Not obviously, he doesn't have the platform, so he's just quiet. Shit, then shit starts to happen like this. I fuck with them or him saying like, "Hey, I'm gonna stay quiet, but go ahead, baby. You go, you go ahead and talk about how great we are and kind of put us on this pedestal because obviously." In that home, things are fucked up. I, I like it. I, I think it's cool that she was like, well, we have the kids and we would love for her to one day be a part of. Yeah. Because guess what? What if they're serious enough to where they're going to get married and she's the stepmom? Step, you know what I mean? Like, I fuck with that. I like it. I like the pity. I don't think I I would be so pissed. But all, then also I would never put myself in a position where I could be pissed because in that way. I just think of, of I feel like it would kind of be our situation would be similar. You have the following Let's say we would have ended it officially. The following stays with you. I have whatever I have. You're obviously the bigger person on social media. So you would have a a much larger audience with whatever you wanted to share. So I'm like, all right, I would have to strategically plan out. Like, all right, if I want to put some shit on the internet, I got to make sure I do it at the right time. And it seems like they played their cards right. And she got to say whatever she wanted to say while you no. know taylor's dealing with whatever she's kind of like adding salt to the wound she kind of like didn't even post about it she commented on someone else posting about it like addressing it but her and tate the ex-husband are like private on social right, media which is yeah. cool but and, and that's also one thing for me is like whenever we send each other tiktoks you're like look at the comments and i'm like why would i read the comment i didn't know so many people were interested in comments the comment section is the best part of tiktok and now that you put me onto that yeah I, I, it's I the go best the part comment. i literally like a tiktok won't like, even make me laugh and the comments will make because me laugh. instagram comments are 50 percent bots so i don't even yeah. look at the comments so you put me on to with tiktok the comments are actually where the funniness happens okay so speaking of tiktok let's move on to our next subject oh nessa barrett yeah all right so Nessa Barrett, I'm going to explain for those who don't know who she is, because I kind of really don't know who she is, but she's a... So uh, explain it best of your knowledge. She's a TikToker. She was a tick. Yeah. Oh, she she started off as a TikToker, mm-hmm. right? Grew to fame on TikTok mm-hmm. and then started to release music. Mm-hmm. And the music's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not really my style or my go-to, but I like the music. My wife so likes I the music. Found, yeah, I found her. I listened to a song by her, and so I like looked up her album and like downloaded it and fell in love with it before I even knew she was a TikToker. And then I started following her there. And then I started like realizing that there's like all this past drama and like scandals and whatever that she's been involved in, and all like and around cheating and dating. Our kids, and, all five kids, yeah. love her music. So yeah. there's seven in our family. When six people are requesting one particular artist hey i gotta sit through it and listen mm-hmm. if i'm gonna sit through and listen i might as well learn to like it so i've learned to like it uh i want to say october november mm-hmm. november november it was announced that she was going on tour and phoenix arizona was one of her stops and we're like all right cool let's just buy tickets for the whole fam so yeah. we can go see her day comes to buy the tickets it's a 16 and up event so bethany and i buy tickets Prior to this, we were telling the kids, like, oh, Nessa Barrett's coming. Like, we're going to try to get tickets for all of us. So they think they're coming to the concert. Yeah. They find out it's 16. The kids are upset. They literally cried. They're, why can't I be 16? Like, they were very upset. So 
we buy the tickets and then we're like, all right, they announced that VIP meet and greets opening up. And yeah. so I'm like, all right, why don't we do that? And we buy the meet and greet tickets. In my head, I'm thinking, all right, we'll go. I'll pull my phone out. I'll ask her if she can just do a video saying hi to the Garcia kids, right? Give me some points with the kids. This was in November mm-hmm. of 2022. Mm-hmm. We buy the ticket. Don't think anything of it. It's in February, the week of my birthday. It's a long ways away. Well, the show date comes up, and Bethany and I are like, all right, we're doing this. Let's go. We go to the venue, and it just so happens that the venue is at the same place where we had our live show, which is yeah. kind of dope as fuck. Because this, I looked it up on Instagram. She has 7 million followers on Instagram. So I'm like, yeah, that's kind of dope. This lady has a lot of followers, and she's doing her show on the same stage that we did our show, just kind of patting ourselves in the back. Yeah. We pull up for the meet and greet. It's shows at eight. Meet and greet is at four, right? Five. F- five. So we pull up about four fifteen because we're like, let's let's get in line. I kid you not. Talk about a place where you do not belong. <laughs> I don't know much about Nessa Barrett. I don't know much about TikTok, and I'm I'm an old guy now. Like I like who I like, and I just kind of move on. How can I say this without offending people? Do you, because I don't, I don't necessarily want to knock these type of people, but it's just not me. The emo kids, right? The they, back when I was in school, it was the rocker kids. They wore the all black with the fishnet arm. It was those kind of people because that's apparently her demographic. That's her. Her, right? Her. I just know the music. I don't know much about her. The line is there's probably 20 people in front of us and. 15 of those people are definitely under 21. Under 18. Probably, probably. under 18. Their, their parents are there with them. There were so many parents in the line. Which was cool. You know, it was cool. But I, you know, the way I dress, I got the, the chains and very urban. That's how I dress. So I'm just like, all right, babe, like, I, all right, we're doing this. We're doing this. And then... That was the the one thing for me. I was like, all right, I just I don't fit in here. Like I stick out like a fucking what do they what do, what do they sore say thumb. a sore thumb. Second, as more people start coming, I start realizing, yo, these are like little ass kids. So <laughs> not only am I not shouldn't be here, you, which you're older than me, are maybe too old to be here. So we're in line. We're just like, should we leave? <laughs> like this is so embarrassing. <laughs> And they're, you know, people that are over 21, they get a, a wristband. And then the people that are under 21, they get like their hands marked. are like marked. one of the only people with wristbands. Right. And so we're in the line. We're just like. Us and all the parents. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, at the end of the day, I'm here because Bethany wants to be here. But also because my kids like yeah, her. Yeah, well, the number one, the only reason we did the meet and greet was because. I wanted to get that video. Yeah, of for her. the kids. Or like a picture with for the kids or something for the kids. And I and I want to say this was my first ever like real concert. Um, growing up, they had the church concerts, but I've never gone to any concert at all. So with that being said, I've never done a meet and greet. I don't know what that entails. The only meet and greet I've ever done is my own meet and greet. Yeah. And we for our shows are so well, we'll get to our meet and greets later. But how we do our meet and greets, I'm expecting maybe it's similar to that. But we finally get in and they're they they it's an hour late. Yeah, it was supposed to start at five. It didn't start till six. It's an hour late. And, and that's the day that it was literally like 40 degrees in Phoenix. It was the windiest day we've had in oh, like yeah. years. There was like we were getting alerts on our phone like. If there's unsafe wind, 
please stay off the road. Things like that. It was, yeah. it was a crazy wind day here. So it was freezing outside. And so we finally get in and they're like, all right, you know, we're taking pictures with our camera. Don't use your phones. You're not allowed to have your phone out at all. Right. So I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. I'm, first of all, I'm thinking it's going to be like a DSLR professional grade camera. Second, I'm like, I'm going to have my phone on me because at the end of the day, I don't really want this picture. I want something for my kids. And like I said, we're like 30 people back, 25 people in front of us. That shit is zooming like 15 seconds per person. Yeah. We're at the front of the line. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Babe, we go up, take our picture. I go to grab my phone out of my back pocket and the security like just grabs my hand. He's like, no phones. And I was like, we're done, bro. Like. Um, I already saw her. Like, let me take my fucking phone out. I walk away. How long would you say we were standing next to her? Ten seconds. Ten or less. seconds. Didn't say a word. I think you guys hugged. Whatever. But then it was just. Let's talk about that for a second. The it meet was and greet. like so impersonable. Like it was. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing I've ever done. Because so weird. Like with us, um, I I like to think we're in the same boat here. We're so grateful and thankful for anybody that would spend a dime that you worked for or that you got somehow on us right and we did our meet and greet we we shook every person's hand we had an individual one-on-one conversation with every person Mm -hmm. and then we even did a group where after we took a picture and talked to everyone we sat on the stage we talked to everyone that was there and we did a group picture, like, because we were just so, like, And pictures damn. with everyone individually. Right. individual pictures, and then we did a group picture. But we were just like, dude, thank you guys so much, because not only did you buy a ticket, you paid extra for a ticket to, to meet us. And I, the way I look at it is, like, I'm just a regular-ass dude. Like, there's nothing special about me. I know you, you're blue-checked out, and oh my God. You, you got a little more accolades to your name. But it was just, like, I was like, damn, like, I, you know, one day I hope to continue, I mean, one day, I hope. I hope to continue doing what we do and traveling and meeting people that fuck with us. I was like, I hope we never lose sight of what's really important. Because there's without fans and without followers and people that support you, there's no us. Right. And so, obviously, I probably had nothing to do with her because she's got management and people that handle that. But I'm like, even if we get to a level to where we need people helping us out with things like that, I never want to... I was just thinking afterwards, like, I would have been so embarrassed if that was my meet and greet for my show, like, charging people for that. But then I also know that, like, with all of these, like, a- actual A-list singers that do, like, meet and greets, it's the same exact way, where it's, like, so quick, and you don't talk to them, and you just, like, literally say hi, and that's pretty much it. So it's just, I don't know. But it felt like because she's a smaller indie artist that it would have been, like, but even- different, but... it. Even for me, I look at it as we were at that same venue. They're very lax. They were like, just kind of do whatever you want. These are the times you have this area for, and as long as it fits within that time frame, you're good. You know what I mean? So obviously if you're doing Staples Center or, or some other venue where there's other factors, you kind of got to play, yeah, it's play a very off of small that. Venue. Very small venue, very intimate. Um, I don't know. It just kind of, for me, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever do a meet and greet again for any artist because yeah. that was, she's, yes, she's got a big following and, and whatnot, but she's still not a, a A-list musician, no, right? not even close. So I couldn't imagine like at a Drake show or a Lil Wayne show how chaotic that would be. Yeah. But anyway, so we get past that. They have like bench seating 
in the back and then it's all standing room and yeah. we're like i was like i am not standing up so we like went and sat on the bleachers well, first we went and ate because we were starving yeah well everyone in vip you got access to the venue first so they're like crammed at the front just like cheek to cheek no room we're like let's go eat. let's go eat we're hungry come back in we decide all right we're gonna sit on the benches with all the parents all the parents were back there while the kids are like in the standing area so it was all the young kids in the front just mosh pitting and going crazy and then us in the back with the parents yeah so it was it was a great show she's a very talented artist she sounds just as great live as she does yeah i was scared because the opening act was like horrible terrible. live terrible but like obviously so young and so like nervous but so i was like oh shoot shootness is probably gonna be the same way no like her voice sounded better live than it does on my it was, fucking it was, phone it was very angelic yeah. i'll say that it but was really good. It was just one of those places where I maybe we should not have been there because we just don't fit the <laughs> literally the demographic. But oh well, it was fun, and it's unfortunately I didn't get the video for my kids, so yeah, I lost some brownie points with them. But they were pissed. Nessa, we will be back when we're when our kids are sixteen. Yeah, in sixteen years. No, how long into seven years until our oldest is sixteen? That's fucking weird. And also, like I think if. If you don't have assigned seats, I don't want to go. Okay, so talk about your biggest gripe of the whole concert, Lulu. Oh, my God. I <laughs> now, listen, I don't know shit about dogs. I've had one dog in my life. I just kind of know based off what I've read and seen on the internet. This lady walks in. She's got a dog. And I'm like, oh, damn, she's got a dog. All right, cool. It must be a service dog. And so... She comes and she sits right in front of us. I'm like, fuck. Because I remember one time when I worked at Food City, my first job, this lady had a seizure while she was paying. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And they're like, stand behind her. And I was like, why am I going to stand behind her? I guess because like, if she would have fallen, she could have really hurt herself. So I've been like traumatized with people that from that moment because I'm like, I don't know what to do. And so this lady with the service dog comes and sits in front of us. And I'm like, do I ask her, like, yo, what are the signs that I'm looking for with you? No, Just in, my I, don't, God, I don't know how to go Anthony. about it. So I kind of, like, my palms got sweaty. We were high off some, some gummies. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not in a position to save somebody's life if I need to. So she comes, oh, sits down God. with the dog. Cool. She's The first thing she says is she's like, uh, I need to go take my dog for a walk. Can you watch my stuff? And she, like, puts her keys down. I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. I see this bitch in the fucking merch line. Merch line. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, you didn't have to lie. You could have just said, I want to go buy some merch, but whatever. But when she turned left instead of going, because the left is like where the bathrooms and the merch <laughs> were, and then right is like the exit. And I saw her go left. I was like, wait, where is she going to take the but dog see, for a walk I at? Didn't, I didn't think that because the left is the green, what's the, what's the room where you go with green room? Yeah. Okay, so that's where the, the axe way. We were in that room, and I know there's an exit that way. No, you cannot go back there. No, they have security. I understand that. Yeah. But there's an exit to that way that yeah. goes out to the tour bus or whatever yeah so, but it's only for the artist i thought maybe band. since this is a service dog the service no. dog gets special i don't i, I don't immediately know. knew and then she when she was standing in the line i like saw her and i was like waiting for you to notice and they were like what the fuck that bitch is in the <laughs> fucking merch line but i didn't care that she was in the merch line. i was like all right you don't have to lie like, yeah he was more so like we would have watched the your keys and stuff anyway like but. we're already starting off bad you lied but whatever <laughs> starts to go on um people are like hey can we is anyone sitting here and i was like someone's sitting right there and they have a dog because I, look for me i'm not trying to sit by no dog and when i go somewhere i'm just be honest 
but the dog was in front of me and so people were like all right we won't sit here so then the show starts and this dog like the somebody sits next to her the dog like starts jumping on the lady jumping back to the dog jumped on my feet and literally it was the it was a pit bull first of all (laughs) and he was so fat and heavy he like literally injured one of my toes and i was like what is going on she's like lulu stop and i was like (laughs) What the hell is going on with Luke? I've never seen a service dog. And it had like the vest on. Like it looked official. It didn't say it was literally just a harness. It didn't say service dog anywhere on the dog. Oh, which it, if is it, it was supposed a, to? Yes. If oh, it was a service that. dog, it would literally say service dog. It was just a harness. I only, you thought it was a service dog because of the fact that it was inside and it had a vest right, on. Right. Right. It didn't say but service dog. The only dog. time I've seen dogs with those vests on is when I'm at the grocery store. And those are supposed to be. Safe, what are they called? Service dogs. So yeah. I just figured, all right, this is a service dog. Because dogs are not allowed in there unless you're a service dog, right? Like, obviously, she told someone this is a service dog. I would imagine. I don't know. Maybe it's a dog-friendly place. Maybe I, it's an emotional support dog. Is that, that would be a service animal, right? I guess technically, okay. yeah. But, but, anyways, it, it, but it wasn't wearing, I will say, it wasn't wearing the official garments. Okay, I didn't even know there was a, I just, my dog doesn't wear that shit because it's not a service animal. So, all right, anyways. Our dog has a very similar harness. Does she wear it? Sometimes. No, she doesn't. She wore it last year one time. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> as the show goes on, this Lulu is going crazy. Like, at one point, we're sitting, think of like a like a high school basketball gym. That's that's yeah, what the, the seating bleachers, were, the bleachers. Yeah. We're about four rows up, so she's three rows up. At one point, Lulu pulls this lady all, all the, the way, way down. All the way to the floor. She literally pulls her to the ground and the girl so, falls. Because I'm trying to watch the concert, but now I'm watching Lulu pull this lady down the bleachers. And then she tells the lady, like, oh, my gosh, Lulu's probably hungry. And she knows. She goes, oh, my God, I just realized why she's probably being crazy. It's because I haven't fed her it's at like all today. It was literally 930. She's like, yeah, I haven't fed her once today. I'm like, what? And then so she says that. And I'm like, I think Lulu's hungry. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> Lulu's hungry. Her. Get her some food. <laughs> And then, and then she goes, let me check and see if I have enough money. And then she goes to her calculator and she does like 12 plus 40. Whatever it is, she didn't have no money, right? So I'm like, I, I tell like, Beth, oh I'm like, Beth, God. go buy Lulu a fucking burger or something. Like, damn. And Bethany is intoxicated. And when she's not intoxicated, she's very, what's the word I'm looking for? You just don't like. You don't have a giving heart. Oh my God. Let's say really? that. You really think that? To strangers? Yes. I'm so giving. That's crazy. All right. And I'm like, little babe, go buy Lulu a burger. I, literally, my friends say that I'm the most generous person they know. That's crazy. I want to know why. Call them right now and ask. Why? Why do they think you're the most generous person? I don't know. It- <laughs> they must see something you don't. I'm... I'm Listen, words are one thing. I'm talking strictly actions. When the kids brought home the thing that was like, hey, we're doing a fundraiser for donations. It wasn't you that I were like. I gave 100 each. Kid, that's $300. You were like, I don't, I don't know. Show your dad. And so I decided, all right, we'll settle on this number. That's what I'm saying. In, in those situations, it always me who's like, hey, we should donate here. We should whatever. I leave the fattest tips anytime we go to a restaurant. Are you fucking kidding me? No, that is not true. That is so true. I I, no matter what. Anytime I get DoorDash, I literally tip so high. No matter what, at a restaurant anywhere, from the moment we you and I have gone together, I have always left a good tip. 
Yes. Service could be you when, when we were together. Tipper. When we first got together, you were someone that was like, "I'm not gonna tip. The service is bad." I'm like, "Babe, yeah, we don't when know I was what's." Literally 18 years old, and my parents had taught me horribly my entire time right, growing up. Right. So you who, think I'm still who, that person? Who helped to unteach and you the to past do that? Ten years. Me, bro. Who's me. saying that you're not generous? Just because you're generous doesn't mean I can't be generous too. What I'm saying is I'm you're generous. You're such a like comparative no, person. I'm generous. You are, and at my root, you're this, generous. Even in by this episode, teaching. you've compared every situation to yourself. Because all I have to do is compare to my. We want me to do compared to Donald no, Trump. No, don't compare. Period. What when we're fuck? compared to fucking Drake, I don't ever live their life. Why are you comparing to anyone? That's the point. Because how am I going to talk without relating it back to home? Really? Then don't talk. Oh, my God. If all you have to do is relate it to yourself. Well, you're the one that was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, babe. Your, your rock bottom doesn't count because you're not on because drugs Because who and brought up your rock bottom? You did. Because I can speak for... Because you wanted to have a deeper rock bottom than Taylor Frankie Paul. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Taylor Frankie Paul. And hope and whatever. I'm not going to say it. What I'm saying, all I was trying to say with that is, I don't think you've hit rock bottom. No, for whatever. I, I've never hit right. rock bottom. So for Who's me, for me, I'm saying, hey, I felt like I had hit my rock bottom, so I can kind of relate to no. hitting that rock bottom. I don't think you can relate to hitting your child and getting arrested for it. Oh hell no! So stop trying to relate to people. I'm re- relating to rock bottom, but anyways, I'm like, babe, go buy this dog a burger, and you're like. No. no, I wasn't going to buy the fuck. That was right. the wildest situation to me because it's like, thank you. Why would thank you bring you. your you dog? Just proved my point. Why would you bring your dog to a concert? That's at the venue is a restaurant, by the way. This is a concert venue that is a restaurant and a bar. So there's going to be food everywhere. So why you is that the dog's fault? Hungry ass dog. It's the not dog's the dog's fault, fault at all. It's so then the buy that dog fault. a burger. But I was shook that the lady would bring her dog into a restaurant, knowing that she hadn't fed her, knowing that the the concert everyone got there at like six. It didn't get over till ten. This poor dog. So the lady sitting next to her gets up and goes and buys a quesadilla <laughs> for the dog. Cause she has a good heart. Yes. See, I had a good heart. I don't heart think dog, can I, dogs eat that. I, this dog would have eaten anything at that point. Oh, also there were servers walking by where we were standing because the kitchen is like the kitchen, the green room, the bathrooms, the security, all that is to the left. Okay. So they have to walk through the whole venue to get out to the restaurant, which right. is kind of a bad setup. But anyways, anytime a server would walk by with a platter full of food, that dog would charge. Right. Oh my god! So the lady this was wild. That <laughs> was not a service dog. The lady dog. goes and buys the quesadilla. The dog tears that shit up, and now the dog thinks the lady is God, and so the dog is all over this lady. The lady finally gets up she and leaves. leaves. <laughs> she left to a different part. Gave up her she seat. She was so done. She was older like us, so us old people no, wanted to sit. She was like, wait, babe, than I'm us. trying to be nice here. She okay. was older. She was a parent. Her kid was out there turning up. I think she was a grandma. And then Lulu eats, starts going crazy. So this lady picks up the dog and starts holding it like a baby. Meanwhile, it's the biggest fucking dog. Like, okay, pit bulls are not big dogs. Like, I feel like they're medium-sized dogs. Like, they're not super tall. They're short okay, and okay. stout. But this dog was fat. Yes, was a big dog. So, like, this, in this lady's arms, you guys, this dog, it was like she was holding, like, a nine-year-old. Like, it was not normal. And she starts swinging this thing back and forth like she's rocking the, the tail baby. The tail hits me in the face. The f- dog's face hits the lady sitting next to her like i was like what is going on right now i can't handle it i was so drunk it was too. definitely the price of admission yes that's why those tickets were so <laughs> fucking cheap 
Oh my god! But yeah, yeah that she was, start, she charged the same price as us to get in. Yeah, there. that was a. Like I said, the concert was cool, but Lulu definitely stole the show. And I just feel bad for the quesadilla lady because she had to give up her seat. <laughs> and however much the quesadilla cost. It was so funny, too, because it was like she brought it in in like a napkin. And it was just like a corn. Like, you know how a quesadilla served at like a nice restaurant is going to be like four slices of a quesadilla. Like it's for, it. yeah. She just had one slice of a quesadilla <laughs> inside of a napkin. I was like, where did you get that? Like, that is so funny. Anyways, that was our Lulu drama. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about something real fast or just get your opinion or your take on this because it kind of it kind of opened my eyes going to that concert like to what's coming because a lot of the people there and, you know, we, we you listen. Bethany and I were listening to people's conversations and it was like, these are like 16-year-old kids. Like, oh, my God, like you changed my life forever. People were bringing flowers and they're just talking about like the impact. Like they don't, they couldn't, like they weren't going to make it that, if it wasn't That would for have her. been me if I went to like a Jonas Brothers really? concert so, when I was in like eighth grade. So for, I would have cried or Justin Bieber in high school. Really? Because like, for me, I'm like, there hasn't been one person Nipsey, that I- Nipsey, if you meant Nipsey. That I would be like, oh my God, like that I would break down and cry? Yes. No, no, not, a, not one person. I feel like Nipsey Hussle, if he was still alive, you would like be like, you changed my life. Right. right. You, you saved no, no. Me or my my like thing with Nipsey Hussle or is. Or Drake. Your number one of all time, Drake. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, you changed my life. I don't but know I what I would do without. I'm saying like, that's the, that's the conversation. As a teenager. Okay. As a teenager, even the same. Because I was, now I, was, I wouldn't. Now I would, if I like did a meet and greet the Jonas Brothers or Justin Bieber, whoever, I would just be like excited. But, I wouldn't cry. But as a teenager, I feel like your hormones and emotions are like so out of control that you like anything. So, slightly so present day, one of the biggest knocks you have against me is you say I'm not empathetic, right? I don't like, I'm cold hearted. Me in high school was even colder hearted. Like you've kind of softened me up a little through the years. So me in high school, I was not crying over nobody. No one changed my life that much. So I, it just got me thinking like. Maybe if you met Jesus. Like I'm really going to have to have these conversations with my kids. And they're going to be like, this person saved my. I'm like, save your life from what? Like all you got to do is clean your room and get good grade. I don't know. So it just was like, damn. Like, are, but are all teenagers Barrett's like that? Whole, like all of her songs are about mental health. So it's probably all the mental health kids that like have anxiety or depression that are saying those things. Right. And what what I've learned is it doesn't matter how you were raised, what your parents' financial situation looked like. Mental health, anxiety, things like that can get you no matter what race, what financial tax bracket you're in. That doesn't matter. It can get you, right? Poor people have mental health issues just like rich people have mental health issues. Okay. So my thing is like, we're going to have to do, we have five kids. One of our kids is going to be in that boat of. Be mentally ill like their mom. Sure. But I'm like if my excited. kid comes to me, is like, oh my God, this artist. I'm like, shut up. I changed your life. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so does it make you think like, yeah, like that's crazy. Like, okay. The only thing I can say is like when oh we broke up in God. high school. Wait, do you want to know Deuce was crying over a YouTuber yesterday? Really? Because, okay. So I have a friend, Katie. And her twins, Mila and Emma, have like a lot of, well, their whole family has like millions and millions of followers. And I was watching Katie's Instagram stories because, well, I just like 
at night when I catch up on everyone's stories and Deuce was sitting next to me and he was like, wait, go back. I was like, what? He was like, is that Salish? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck is Salish? And he's like, it's, it's go back. It's say, say. And I'm like, what? So I go back and it was on Katie's story. Cause her daughters were at the kids choice awards for Nickelodeon. Uh-huh. And they took a picture with some girl called Say So I click on the page and the girl's name is Salish. And I'm like, how do you know this girl? And he was like, she's my favorite YouTuber. And I was like, what? I've never heard of this person in my entire life. So I go to the next thing and they're with some girl named Pearson. So I cover the name so they can't read it. And I was like, do you know who this is? And Harlem and Deuce are like, that's Pearson. Pearson. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how do you know these people? I'm so confused. And they were like, can we go there? Can we go there? And I was like, you guys know that you've like hung out with Mila and Emma like multiple times over the years, like so many times, like you've been to their birthday parties and they're like, what? And I'm like, you guys don't remember that stuff? Like they thought they were so cool. <laughs> it's so funny. Right. So then it's that, that so it's just only going to get worse. Gonna, right. And I'm not like, what? Like, I don't know. So it's it's, it's going to be hard for me. Salish. I'm like, who the fuck is Salish? It's going to be hard for me as, as a parent to, to like, not laugh especially because your wife is like so pop culture obsessed and i feel like you're rarely ever into it and you like only know stuff because i'm just like all day telling you what's going right, on but ask me a sports question and bam i'm like the fucking encyclopedia or yeah whatever that word what's the word with all the information encyclopedia, encyclopedia. yeah okay I, I got it right <laughs> sorry i'm illiterate um yeah and like the past week or the past few days especially i've my mind has been like in overdrive like senses overwhelmed i'm so like inject dr- this drama into my veins. I'm sure you've seen me post about it, but like the Vanderpump Rules drama. Isn't that a movie? Like, Vanderpump Rules. It's a TV show. But it started on it Bravo. Was a movie? No. I gotta fact check that. So Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. One of their main stars from season one is Lisa Vanderpump, and they did a spinoff show for her because she owns multiple restaurants in like L.A. and West Hollywood, and so Vanderpump Rules is Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants. It's like following, it's a reality show about their servers. So, so it's like uh, the Food Network on steroids with the drama and whatnot? It's basically, it's literally just a reality show about bartenders and servers at West Hollywood restaurants. Okay. But like the main characters have been there since literally season one. And so like we've been following them for like, I don't know how many seasons. I don't know what season we're on, like 10 or 13 or something, but it's been like, a shit when ton. you say we who do you mean me and all the other bravo okay. fanatics all right. All right. but it's like it's a bravo show andy cohen andy cohen with like the reunions and all that shit so like we there's like been all this cheat cheating fucking scandals this past week and it's been so wild and so i want you i would like die to go back and watch vanderpump rules with you from season one because you i think your reaction to this would be so funny and like basically what happened is two of the main characters that have been together for literally nine years he cheated on his partner of nine years with the girl's best friend and they've been sneaking around for like seven months behind each other's backs like while ariana's sleeping that's the girlfriend while she's sleeping, they're, like, fucking in the other room, like, shit like that. So, I've And they were, like, filming the entire time it was happening, pretending like it didn't happen. So now we get to watch the rest of this season 
knowing that they were fucking fucking the whole time and no one knows until now and you know how they found out because they this guy tom sandoval he's a fucking like wannabe rock star he literally like is a harry styles cosplay so he does these like he has a cover band and he performs in like beverly hills and anaheim and shit and his phone fell out of his pocket and so his girlfriend grabbed it during the show so that way like he wouldn't get stepped on or anything like that while he was on stage she grabbed it and she went through his phone and there was a screen recording of a facetime between him and raquel the best friend of her like finger banging herself that's how she found out isn't that the craziest thing okay there's 10 seasons it's, how fast do you think we can get it through 10 sounds seasons? like it's part of a plot no and they're not filming well of course they brought the cameras out immediately but like the season was is done it's already been filmed and they're doing the reunion in two weeks like so, the season they were not currently filming so nine years they've been together yes they're not married no he's a free agent baby oh my god hey <laughs> and with the best friend too and the and the worst part is that raquel the best friend has been they've been doing press tours because it's like they're trying to promote the show right now they've gone on like watch what happens live which is a bravo right, that's what makes talk think show it's not real. they've gone on like chicks in the office like all these different podcasts no her and sheena have gone on to like promote it and so sheena which is another cast member from like season one and raquel were literally filming watch what happens live that night they went to a bar after and Ariana calls Sheena and she's like, give the fucking phone to Raquel. Like, she's dead to me. And Sheena's like, what are you talking about? Sheena finds out she fucking punches Raquel in the face. And none of this is recorded on camera. It's all like he, he said, she said. But they all found out pretty much on the same night. I feel like the Vanderpump execs realized that ratings were low. No, th- it's, this, so is, this is the this comeback plan. season. They've, the ratings have never been better. Right. So talk, talk about a, car, a red carpet rollout. This is perfect no, for this numbers. Is, these are real people with real... Okay, also the other thing too is like, I hate always saying this, but because of like being an influencer and like knowing so many people from online, I have two friends that are like in Ariana's close friendship circle that have been like feeding me info and oh my God, it's 1000% real, babe. So real and devastating for her and i wish i could say more like that's the worst part of having friends and knowing this shit is that i wish i could say everything i know <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse i don't it really believe is. it i don't i mean you don't believe it, it's real i believe it's concocted. okay we gotta watch the show from start to finish There's, what does that have to do with this story though because i want you to see show. tom sandoval through the years and how he's a literal piece of shit it okay was, so tom sandoval is the one that's sleeping with the best friend yeah so if, if if that's your conclusion of him, then why is everyone so... Why is this news that he would cheat with the girl's best friend? Because it's the best friend. I get that. But that's if, why. And like the amount of lies and like deception that have happened over the seven months like leading to this, that's what's like mind blowing about it all. It's not like they were drunk and hooked up one night and now it's like this is the fallout. It was like they're in there co- uh, allegedly in love. And right. Like, I've been with my girl for nine years for whatever reason. We don't want to tie the knot and seal it in the eyes of the Lord and the law. Time to move on. And she didn't want kids and stuff. That, and okay, so there's all these other factors. I mean, you're you're a homie hopper. You know you know what that's okay, about. Okay, and on <laughs> in conclusion, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Peace. No, you're really gonna oh. end like that. You're so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> you would just leave them like that. That's so sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Got to just like Vanderpump Rules is building up the anticipation. I got to build the anticipation up for next week. Oh my gosh. All right. Well. 
So that's the drama you've been going that's crazy the, over? Yeah. But it's like, it's so much more and bigger than that. It's like, but that's not fair. So but that, see, that's, that's not fair because you know, no, 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 no. I'm saying the stuff that's public knowledge oh, okay, that I okay. could have, we could have spent two hours talking about everything that's public knowledge. And like, there's so much, but how I, I don't get how you're saying there's so much at the root in, uh, for dummies, you know how they're like cooking for dummies. Vanderpump Rules drama for dummies is a couple was in a relationship for nine years. The man is now sleeping with the girl's ex best friend. That's what more like there, because it all the lies and deception have come to the forefront. But what I'm saying is is what that's all just fluff. That's all fluff. Yeah. The root of the problem is. So if you go to Brands by Bravo on Instagram, they have a VPR scandal highlight that like goes into all the details. Like I was more if interested, you're like interested in Selena and it. Justin and Haley. I can't that. even talk about that anymore. That is just so dumb. To I don't me. even know Team what Selena and period the end. That's wait. Did you see Justin's concert or tour was canceled again? Yeah, the one that I have fucking tickets to. You know that I bought those tickets. With his concert was supposed to be in February of last year, and we were not able to get a refund for over a year. And I spent $400 on that ticket. And then I was supposed to go with my friend. So like 400 times, uh, we spent like almost $2,000 with fees for all the tickets. Okay. And you literally could not get a refund because it was postponed, not canceled. So I'm like so glad that he finally canceled it after a year. So that way I can finally get my fucking money back. Because they've just, Ticketmaster or whoever has just been holding on to that money this whole time. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. But yeah. now that it's officially, official canceled, that you get your money back? Yes. Cool. I already got the refund. Oh, damn. All right. Well, in conclusion, don't sleep my with brain your, is a scary place. Don't sleep place. with your partner's best friend. Yeah, don't do that for seven months. All right. I know how that is. No, I'm you just don't. Kidding. I don't. Okay. Wait, wait. Have I ever? Yeah. Have you ever cheated? No, 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 I'm trying to think of like back in high school. Yeah, you did cheat in high school multiple times. I never, no, I never cheated in high school. What the fuck? I would just break up and then. Really? Kimberly? What about her? Nothing okay, anyways, happened. Moving on. I, I Listen, I should have cheated on you with her because to this day, I still get accused of cheating and nothing happened. So fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you just sounded like a Potter's pastor. <laughs> Y'all have a good week. Peace. We will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>